Welcome to Screw the Hierarchy, episode 54. This is Deb Falzoy, and today I'm talking about my own personal experience with toxic work cultures and my top three signs of them based on my own work history. Are you ready to hear about what I have to say today? More after this. If you're a target of workplace abuse and want to break free of the grips of abusive power, you've found your place. I'm your host, Deb Falzoy, and the podcast begins now. So I'm talking today about my top three signs of a toxic work culture. And I'm basing this on my personal experience, but it's also backed by research. I've seen this in the research of Andrew Foss, who looks at um, the difference between healthy and toxic work cultures. Um, but I'm narrowing it down to kind of my broad top three. So let's just dive right into it. My first one is tolerated incompetence, lack of ethics, or low work ethic, or not just not just tolerating it from their staff, but actually exhibiting those things themselves, any one of those things. So I have seen anywhere from lack of laying out a vision and laying out goals around that vision, you know, jobs where I would want to know what direction we're going in and there was no interest in sharing that. Um, to just basically, you know, not... Uh, not doing the job in not even doing like sort of the baseline of the job. So not not keeping staff in the loop of what they've been doing, of what other people are doing. There's just sort of a this coasting atmosphere. And I've seen it time and time again where it's poor management. And poor management leads to the toxic work culture. Um my second one ties in closely with my first one, but it's just such a widespread problem that I've seen, and that is either ignoring subordinates or just having a general closed-mindedness. And I know from, you know, from Cynthia Shapiro's work that that higher-ups want you to align with their their how they work, basically. Um, when you have a poor manager, there's just this kiss up, kick down attitude. So even if they have a poor work ethic um, and you have a strong work ethic, they want you to to uh, support them or they want to feel supported. Um, and it's really challenging to do in a work environment where your work ethics don't match up or your um, just ethics in general or your uh, competence levels don't match up. Um, and I've seen in situations where this has happened that the people who have strong work ethics and who have strong a strong sense of ethics and who are highly competent often get ignored by the people in power who don't have those things. Um, and if those workers suggest... Um, ideas, then oftentimes those higher ups will just be closed minded about their receptiveness to it. Um, and that goes along with just, you know, they don't want to help make it happen. They, they love their power seat and they don't care 
about the success of the organization. They'd rather have a huge paycheck than um, put some of that money towards keeping the company afloat or growing the company. And I've I've seen that uh, time and time again. And my last one is just, you know, uh, a blatant disregard for um, for diverse opinions and getting back to, you know, referring to, to my last one about closed mindedness is that white men are in most of the power positions. So I have been in a job where all of the directors were or most of the directors were white men and everyone below them was a woman. Um, I have been in positions where um, the all white male management um, where, you know, where there was high turnover underneath them, all of those people were replaced by white men. So there is a blatant disregard for diversity and representation and um, making sure that other people who either interact with them or work for them know that there's um, an understanding of bias and an understanding of diverse opinions and an understanding of people wanting a voice. These three topics are topics that I include in two boot camps that I um, am introducing and they will be available through this Friday, um, January 29th. The first one is for people who are in a toxic work environment, who are struggling with navigating what they're going through. It's called the Reclaim Your Power After Abuse at Work Boot Camp. And I go over looking at this whole culture and then looking at work culture and looking at the mindset of a toxic boss, as well as a common mindset of targets and how those two things don't align. Um, and then in the more advanced course off of the boot camp, I talk about different uh, tools and tactics that work and don't work for people who've gone through abusive work environments. In my other boot camp called the Redefine Your Life After Abuse at Work Boot Camp, it's all about uh, healing. So that one's for people who are out of an abusive work environment and are still struggling with things like trusting people, um, navigating this culture and, and their beliefs in the good in people um, when this culture lets us down time and again and favors people who historically look the part. Um, I get into the first step of the healing process in the boot camp and then move on to the remaining steps. And you'll get to hear from people who've actually been through workplace abuse and who've recovered. And they talk about all of their steps within that recovery process and all of the steps that I will go through. Um, so you can get to either of those boot camps by going to dignitytogether.org slash bootcamps. Again, they're running or, or they're, you can uh, access them through f- uh, Friday, January 29th. That's the last day that they're going to be available for some time. And then the prices will go up the next time that they're offered. So I really encourage you to get in on, on this one. And you'll also have an, uh, a chance to 
talk with other people in a closed Facebook community um, who are going through the same exact thing. Well, not the same exact thing, but the same situation, similar situation that you are. Um, so they may be trying to navigate what they're going through. They may be struggling with healing. They may be, um, you know, beating themselves up for being stuck in a certain phase of it or, um, struggling with, you know, feeling stuck with, with moving on to the next phase of healing, even though it's not a linear process. So again, that's dignitytogether.org slash bootcamps. If you have any questions at all, you can email me directly at info at dignitytogether.org. And, um, we can, we can heal from this one step at a time. Thank you for listening to Screw the Hierarchy. If you feel like you need more help, I have a free guide to recovery steps at dignitytogether.org slash targets and a sign up for daily boosts through your inbox at the same place. All of the content in this podcast was created and edited by yours truly, Deb Falzoy, and the music you heard is from Kevin McLeod. All right, have a wonderful rest of your week and I will see you on the next episode. Bye.